Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and proceed him to the other side of the sea while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once Jesus spoke to them, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened, and, beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him, and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. After making the crossing, they came to land at Gennesaret. When the men of that place recognized him, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought to him all those who were sick, and begged him that they might touch only the tassel on his cloak, and as many as touched it were healed. The Gospel of the Lord Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from his mouth. We don't live by material things alone, something we have to remember several times. Therefore, the multiplication of the loaves also, although it may seem otherwise, wants to teach us that we don't live by bread alone, that by being with Jesus we can overcome many other things which without being with him are impossible. Therefore, let's reaffirm once again our desire not to live on material bread alone, not to be so worried about what is to come, but fundamentally to be with him, to be with him, Jesus. The disciples, represented in Peter and today's gospel, the boat and the sea are great protagonists or images of the gospel scene. I invite you to think about the sea. What is the sea for the word of God? The sea is the world with all its problems, the world in which, in some way, we sail. The boat in which we go is the boat of the church. It's also the boat of our own life, the boat of your family, which in some way you have to carry and row, and of so many things, of your own projects as well. And the sea, the truth is that it is unstable. In the sea one feels insecure because it is in constant movement. In the sea, the boat is also agitated by a thousand problems, and it moves all over the place. The problems of your life, and a world that seems to forget God, and that seems to hit us continuously. Your own sins and weaknesses, and also those of others. 
The sins and social weaknesses of this world, which is full of injustice, corruption, disease, problems, and death, not being able at times to make ends meet with what we have, not knowing sometimes how to move forward, the aimless wandering too, without finding the meaning of life. Well, this and so many other things can be for us the sea of the Word of God today. And the boat of your life, of my life, of the church, sometimes seems thus empty, sailing in the night and facing waves that hit us from all sides. The church also goes through this unstable world. It is part of this world, full of weaknesses. But let's not stop there. We can't remain in all this that seems negative. In this extreme situation, Peter is encouraged to challenge the Lord, and he says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. What madness Peter had! What witticism! That is the challenge we sometimes put to God, isn't it? Are you really in this world, or are you some kind of ghost? I can't recognize you. Why don't you do something and help me to overcome all of this? In the midst of this world, sometimes I don't see you. You look like a ghost. And that is why Peter challenges him, in a way, and he is encouraged to ask him. Let us also dare to ask him with a good heart and to challenge, in some way, our good God. Show me where you are. Peter is encouraged to do so, and Jesus grants it. Peter represents all of us. He challenged Jesus' presence in the world, and he confirms it. He leads him through the water and makes him do what seemed impossible. As he made us, you and me, do many times. He helped us to do things we never imagined. He made us walk through the world as if over the sea, in the midst of so many things, and still we are here, now, listening to the word of God, struggling. But finally, what happened to Peter? What happens to us when we sink? Peter doubts because, instead of leaving his gaze fixed on Jesus, he begins to see the violence of the waves, and not the face of Jesus. This is what happened to us when we doubted, when we stopped looking at God, when we began to look at the problems, and we drowned almost alone. We drowned in the midst of so much turmoil because, instead of looking at Jesus, we saw the problems and the violence. Let's look at the violence of this world. Let's look at the face of our beloved, good Jesus. Let's look at his face that is waiting for us, that is showing us his presence in the world, and we must have faith to be able to see him. Anyway, if we sink, as happened to Peter, as happens to us so many times, may this gospel today be transformed into prayer. Let us cry out like Peter, Lord, save me. Lord, save me, because I doubted once again, and now I'm sinking, and I need your help. Peter also teaches us, in a way, humility. In the midst of that arrogance, he also knew how to be humble. He knows how to extend his hand, and fundamentally, he knows that Jesus will extend his hand to him. Let's allow him to extend a hand to us today, to take us out and put us back in his heart, in his lap, and let us not sink once again. Let us go back to the boat of tranquility, of peace, of the church, of our heart. Because when Jesus is in our life and puts us back in the boat, even if we are in the middle of the world, we can be in a sea that, in reality, is pure calm. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit 
descend upon our hearts and remain forever.